Hello, and welcome to episode 15 of Blurry Thoughts with Choco, the podcast where I take some time to appreciate the characters that bring some of our favorite manga, light novel, anime, and video game stories to life. I'm on a sports kick, so let's keep it going. I'm cringing at the thought of spending 30 minutes talking about this character. I can't help but think, did Mr. Watanabe want this character to be this gross on purpose? Like, was the plan to make a disturbing, gross a-hole? Or did it start like, I want a character that's so determined he'll do anything. And then he turned out gross. Like, did it start out normal, and then he ended up disgusting? <laughs> like, what? Like, what? What happened? I I'm just curious, but not enough to Google him again, because I had to type this name in too many times. I'm tired of looking at him. Okay, I'm done looking at his face. So let's just go ahead and jump right into it, because I have a lot to say. I have my gripes with this one. So let's talk Wataru Watanabe's Wataru Watanabe's Mirosuji Akira from Yoamushi Pedal. Yoamushi Pedal is the story of the Sohoku cycling team. They are not trifling having made it to the summer inter-high several times and only losing to their one rival, Hakone Academy. They welcome on a talented first year, a spirited redhead, and an unassuming anime-loving, glasses-wearing, mommy-bike-riding, sweetheart, Sakamichi Onoda. The team isn't lacking, but they are good for some new talent since the captain has a considerable injury that holds him back from going all out in races. Among the schools competing in those races is a very off-putting freshman by the name of Miro Suji Akira. He is no stranger to Imaizumi and makes some unnecessary stabs at his mental every time they meet. He goes to the greatest lengths so that he can win, even if it means cheating a member of his own team, which is like losing a limb in a race, more or less. One less rider in your jersey puts more pressure on those left but Mito Suji only cares that he passes that ribbon first. He only cares that he passes the finish line first. Everyone else is expendable for that goal alone, and second place is trash. There is only winning one winner. Koji Yusa is voicing Mito Suji in the anime. Apparently, there is no English dub, but there was an English dubbed trailer for the anime. Weird choice. There are 82 volumes of the manga, while the anime is five seasons long, with the most recent finishing earlier this year in May, I believe. I also forgot to add that there is a live-action movie for Yoamushi Pedal, so if you're interested in that, if you like watching live-action, it's a Japanese live-action of Yoamushi Pedal. I forgot that that existed, and I think I'm going to try to go find that and um, watch that, because... I just found out there's another actor in there that is from another show that I watched. is also a live action. I feel like I should take some time and do cover like a live action. I love those two. 
Alright, so if y'all have seen the old Mushy Pedal, you know who I'm talking about. This dude has weirded me out every time I saw him. Every time, which is why I question, what was the intention with this character? What was you really trying to do with this character? Because he's disgusting, like he's freaking gross. Like he likes to call everybody else, he is gross. So I just, I just wonder just why, like, did it make him uncomfortable to have to draw this character? Because some of the stuff he'd be doing is just whack. Just, it's, it's disturbing. And not necessarily because he's doing disturbing things, but it's, it's sometimes the way that his body moves. It's the stuff that he says. It's the way that he acts. It's, he is friggin' gross. I don't know how else to describe it. It's just gross. And it made me uncomfortable every time I had to read parts with him in it. It made me uncomfortable to some degree. I ugh, I could not stand this dude specifically. I, I could not stand it. On top of being gross, he also he's also kind of savage. Also a little savage. So he's a first year, just like Imazumi and Onoda on Sohoku. He he's a first year as well. So he gets to his new school finds out there is a cycling team and he immediately goes up to them. I don't know. I don't remember a correction. I don't remember if they did the same like race, a little um, endurance test, like how Sohoku did for the first years. There's always that like endurance test. And you can kind of tell when somebody's been cycling for a while that they haven't. And I don't remember if the school that Mirosuji went to did it, but at some point he walks up to with the seniors and second years, either way the captain was there, and told them that he wanted to join the team and that he wanted to be in the race and he wanted to be in the upcoming race and that he was talented, probably the most talented one there, or that they recognized that he was very talented and told them his stipulation was that he was the captain. He was the captain of the team for that very important race as a first year. Who are you? Who the heck are you? Um, what? But unfortunately, the school that he joined, they were kind of lackluster. I want to say trash. So understanding that he was a strong candidate and that he was very talented at what you know at cycling you know he swallowed his pride and said yeah you can be the captain for this basically he can call the shots for the race more or less he's leading them in the race they're following him in whatever he does and so Mito Suji Something else about him, this dude always has a plan. It's creepy. He always has a plan. And he always has something to set into motion by the time they get out there and get to racing. He's prepared. It doesn't seem that he's ever unprepared, that he's ever not prepared. He can get caught off guard, but you're not really going to catch him severely slipping. You're not. 
because he's always ready. His plan covers every possibility because there cannot be any loopholes because he cannot lose. Because number one is the only one that matters. Second and third is pointless. Second and third is weak. Second and third is trash. We want first, first and foremost. So he always has a plan ready. He's not coming out here flipping and getting caught up. But he could be caught off guard, which he was by Onoda, our adorable little glasses-wearing um, main character. He was kind of caught off by him. But yeah, he'd be um, he'd be kind of savage with it, just like that. And the thing that makes me sad about how gross and savage he is is that as the manga continues and he's a second year, because it does continue into their second year. I don't know if it goes all the way through their third year. But they did go into their second year. So now Mito Suji is a second year. And now there's new first years. And no. Or was he? No, he was on the team with them previously. He was already there. They were both first years. But there's this kid. He kind of looks like Mito Suji. I'm not even lying. The way he designed him. He designed him very similarly. But little homie has braces. And... He almost, he's almost kind of adorable, and it's just so sad that he ends up becoming completely infatuated with Mito Suji and basically becomes a groupie, and he's, like, willing to forfeit even getting to, like, finish a race so that Mito Suji can win. Like, he's dedicated to the cause of Mito Suji winning and not necessarily he, he himself finishing the race now understand like the it's not the whole team that has to cross the finish line really what it is is at least one person from that team has to cross the line in second or third place that's how that's how we win that's how we get here so so yeah it's very interesting also very kind of um unfortunate that he managed to get a groupie which is gross behind I hate it. I hate it for everybody, and I hate it for that poor baby. He was kind of cute. Trying to be out here to be creepy with him, but he was kind of cute. Um, But he's, like, dedicated to the cause. He wants to be a mini Mito Suji. He's trying to mimic him in the way he talks and the way he acts. It's just like, ugh. Oh, child, out of everybody that you could have, like, attached to, you attached yourself to this guy? Come on, man. Come on, baby. You're adorable. Don't do this. You don't have to be gross like him. No, come on. But yeah, that happened. And as a second year, he's like right behind him. A hundred percent. I think he didn't have braces on originally, but he got them in second year because he wanted his teeth to be straight so he could look more like Mido Suji because Mido Suji has straight teeth. So he wants straight teeth now. I'm just like, oh, Jesus. And that's, that's just a sad thing to see. Like, want it for you. Want it for you. Don't want it for somebody else. Don't be trying to copy somebody else. But here we are. That's what that's what little, that's what little baby was doing. <sighs> so, in all the grossness, in all the savagery, I don't know how else to describe it. Because he will willingly tell somebody to th- basically throw the race. You throw the race for yourself. So that I can get to the front. So that I can get to where I need to be. He acts like he has to lead more or less. Kind of acts like 
Well, no. No, not really. Because he let the others pull where they needed to pull. Like, um, dang, I think it was the, the climber, the one who usually leads uphill because they're better at it. So everybody else can follow behind them. Basically, it's like a, I want to say it's like a, a jet stream. So the one in front is catching the most resistance and everybody else behind him can just follow easily. So when you get to an area that somebody else is better at, somebody else specializes in, like um, speed for the flat areas, climbing for uphill battles, things like that, that person is going to be leading in those areas so that everybody else can easily get through it. And Mito Suji was like, it felt like he was like knocking them off after each stage of the race because the race comes in stages. And he was just moving on, willingly, like, freaking sacrificing people. You don't got to finish the race. So understand that I will finish the race. I will make sure our team's name get up there. But most importantly, I'm going to be first so that our team's name get up there. But it's about me being there first. First and foremost, forget everything else. Actually, that's what he was like. So outside of all of that stuff, there was a moment where we got a little flashback into Mito Suji's childhood. And I'm just like, was I supposed to pity him after learning this? Was I supposed to feel some kind of sympathy towards him after seeing this? So what it is, is that Mito Suji's, I don't know what happened with his dad. I don't remember if he was even mentioned. But when Mito Suji was very, very small and still very much into cycling, his mom was sick in the hospital. So he had to go to the hospital to see her every day. And she wasn't well enough, even though she wanted to, to come and see his races. So he would do his best in his races and he'd go to the hospital and tell his mom all about the races and all about, you know, how he did such a good job, how he was great, how he won. And one time he or was it that he wasn't winning and then he finally won and then <sighs> I don't exactly remember. Um but ultimately he came to visit her after a race one time and she had passed on. His his mom had passed away. And I think that's part of the reason he may be obsessed with winning to the point that he is. I think his mom passing away while he was, you know, being a kid, while he was doing kid stuff. He was enjoying, you know, his youth and he was enjoying the thing that he liked, which was racing, which was cycling. I feel like her passing was part of the reason, maybe, that he's so stuck on um, winning because he couldn't show her. So perhaps. It's that it was him feeling maybe a tiny bit of guilt of not being there when she passed away. But he's a kid and I'm sure he knew he understood. But there might have been a little bit of guilt at not being there when she passed away. And because he was out, you know, cycling instead, maybe now the obsession is... I didn't do this for anything. I didn't do this for nothing. I mean, and so in order to feel that he's truly justifying himself 
or maybe to nullify the pain of the memory of his mom with every race that he's in. Maybe he can't forget about her because he remembers a lot of his youth was spent telling her about his races. So maybe his need to win is him trying to work through the pain of losing her when she was so connected to his memory um, as a small child of his racing and cycling. Again, I don't know, but I'm not going to lie and say that I did not feel sad for him seeing that flashback. I did. I was like, oh, that's what's wrong with you. You, You're hurt. You are hurt. You are damaged. And then while I'm trying to feel bad for him, this man, he says some sideways stuff about Imaizumi's family and a loss or something very sensitive. He touched on a very sensitive topic for Imaizumi. And I was sitting here like, you, I, I can't pity this dude. Look at how he's acting. I can't pity him. Hurting people hurt people. Okay, well, not all, not everybody who is hurting hurts other people. Let's start there. You lost your mom when you were young, and we feel for you in condolences. However, that does not give you the right to be walking up to other people and saying some wild stuff about their family because you lost someone. You can say something crazy about somebody else. I'm hurt. So you gotta hurt. And that's fine. They're hurt. Excuse me. They're hurt. They're damaged. That's why they do that. You have to forgive them. No, I don't. Because you don't have to be an a-hole just because you're hurt. Go work it out. That's not healthy for you either. Something is wrong. It's not okay. So in the end, no, I did not feel any true guilt from Rito Suji. No, I did not. Even when they tried to give those little flashbacks of little Mido Suji. I don't care. He's an a-hole. He is a jerk. There, people can, two people can grow up in similar situations or two people can grow up in the same household facing the same trials and tribulations and they still end up two different people. One can come out hard and uncaring and the other person can come out soft and compassionate. Because they've been through trash, they understand what a hurting person looks like. And so they try to help. They don't make it worse. But then the other person, the hard, uncaring person has been hurt. So they just lock everything away and decide to be hard to everybody because one, that's all they know. And apparently they don't want to learn anything else. They don't want to put in the work to try to learn anything else. Once you've been hurt and you've been through some hard stuff, it would take a lot for you to get to the place where you can learn to accept people and accept love when it's given to you. But you have to be willing to put in that work. Like, just walking around being angry and expecting somebody to push through all that anger and vitriol and hurt to love you is ridiculous. That's not okay. So, no, not all hurting people hurt people. It's not true. Not for everybody. That's not how it works every time. And that's an excuse for people to be a-holes and not go get the help that they need, not go see a freaking therapist, or get on meds to help them work through whatever they're going through. It's an excuse, okay? So no, 
Mido Sushi did not get any sympathy for me. Not for long, anyway. And I still don't care about him. I still don't. And I think, along with what I was saying, that's why he has this at-all-cost attitude. Anybody can be tossed away because people are just fleeting, you know, loss of his mom and those things. The only thing that's going to mean anything to him, really, is that feeling of achievement when he wins. And he needs it over and over again. You know, like an addict or somebody that's addicted to something. So that is what I expect from him. This is how he is. This is how he acts. He's a terrible person. But it may come from his trauma of living, losing his mom. Or even just the trauma of seeing his one parent so sick in the hospital for so long and so vulnerable. So I can admit that Mido Suji is damaged. That don't make him a sympathetic character for me. And that don't make him not at fault for acting like an a-hole towards people. Because he was saying some rough stuff to Imaizumi. I was like, you not gonna hit him? Like, you not gonna... Don't fight in words. Like, you not gonna put your hands on him? He not to say that to you. Like, you weren't even talking to him. You weren't paying any attention to him. He walked up to you and said that crazy mess. What? But also, it was always at races. They weren't, like, meeting, like, off you know, outside of the of the races. It was always at the race. Like, he said some wild, crazy behind us. I feel like he was talking about daring him to put his hands on him, and that makes me even angrier. So, no, F, we don't see, we don't like him, we don't care. All right, archetype, addict. A person addicted to something, whether that's a cause, person, or substance. Absolutely, he is addicted to winning. He's addicted to the number one Bad friend, someone who either disregards those around him or constantly gets it wrong despite their best efforts. I gave him bad friend, though I don't know that he is a friend to anybody. Like, me, don't she's really has friends. Or I think I was thinking about the little guy that was um, mimicking him, that was wanting to basically be me, she, the little kid with the braces I was talking about earlier. I think that's what I was thinking about. But he would actually be a bad influence. Not a bad friend, but a bad influence. Bully. A character who puts down others to make themselves feel better. And this is what I think he was doing with Imaizumi. He likes to say things. First of all, the best of his mentally. I think he actually admitted that that's what the heck he's doing. He's trying to break his concentration in the early game before they even get out there on the track. And mess him up and throw him off his game that's why he was saying that wild behind stuff that's why he was doing that to get him off his game and I feel like a little bit it probably did make him feel you know a little bit bigger probably did make him feel better about himself honestly I wouldn't be surprised if he did I would be surprised a little was a little bit of that and making himself feel better while also trying to mentally mess up immediately crazy you suck you're a sucky guy okay deformed a person who appears ugly in appearance or personality they're usually regarded as a monster well nobody regards Mido Suji as a monster he's more so likened to a bug a gross flying bug by the way and those are my least favorite kind of bugs like it's like a cockroach or something look at you nasty um but yeah he's definitely ugly in personality mostly but also appearance like i said his appearance he's very disturbing 
It would be less disturbing if he was a nicer guy. I'd be like, oh, he's weird, but I like him. But no. No. He's, his disgusting personality makes his appearance worse. So he, he just looks weird. We don't care for it. So yes, and also this is the first time that we have used deformed. It's the first time that we've used this. So that was also interesting too. It's our first time getting to use this archetype. Imposter or pretender. A character who poses as another and pretends to be on one side when they're actually on the other. This is kind of how he treats um, his quote-unquote teammates. I feel like I doubt he treats them as teammates. But there are times where it feels like he's kind of like, we can do this. We'll, you know, you all have to work together, you know, so we can get to where we're trying to get to. But really, it's about me. But, you know, we are going to work together to get here. And... For a while, I think they were convinced that he was trying to get them to the front. He was trying to make sure their team won. However, soon into the race, I think they realized that it was not about the team winning. It was about him winning. So that is why I gave him that. Unfortunate orphan. Loses a parent due to unfortunate circumstances and falls into bad situations. The only reason I gave him unfortunate orphan is because he lost his parents or his parents. Because again, I don't know where his dad was or what he was doing. He lost a parent due to an unfortunate circumstance. But the bad situations that he fell into were more so situations um, where he was manipulating people. It wasn't that he was actually in bad situations, but it was the type of person that he became um, due to this. That's what I was really focusing on when I went with the unfortunate orphan one. And then Tyrant rules with an iron fist and disregards damages to innocence. So yeah, like I said, he don't really feel like his team is team. His team is a catapult to get him to where he needs to be. They are expendable. They don't have to finish the race. He just has to finish the race. And that's all there is to it. And when you finish a race, if you can get in the first three spots, you're allowed a head start in the next section of the race. Because the races are like, what, two, three days? Or like three or so days worth of races. So if you win first, second, or third place in the first on the first day, on the next day, you get a head start. You get to be at the front, number one. You get to be at the front of the pack. And also, you get to start out before anybody else. So you get a head start. Um, and that differs depending, the time differs depending on when, on what place that you got. And then the rest of your team has to try to catch up to you. So it's wild. It's very crazy. I wonder if, that, if that's how races really are. That is crazy. That's also seems wildly entertaining. But I don't know if I could watch it. I don't know if I could do it in real life. Also, he's very, very entertaining. But yeah, so he feels like people are expendable. Again, they're there for his cause, not for the team, but for him. So yeah, definitely a tyrant with no regard for damages to the innocents, which would be his team members. This is the longest list of archetypes so far, so he wins in that regard. Mido Sushi easily embodies the addict, bully, deformed, imposter, and or pretender 
predator, unfortunate orphan, and tyrant archetype. I missed out on one. Oh my gosh, how did I miss that? Okay, predator. Predator. This is the main one that he is out for themselves and willing to feed on anyone who crosses their path. That is Mido Sushi in a nutshell. And I don't even have to explain that one to y'all. I don't have to explain anything. That is Mido Sushi. There you go. Alright, love him or hate him? <sighs> Character roundup first. Mido Sushi is I'm not quite narcissistic, not quite egotistical, but he's definitely an addict for first place. He's an addict for being the first one. He does not care about other people, does not care about what they have to go through for him to get first. Throw the race, throw it so I can get up there. He does not care. He has a troubling past on the loss of his mother. Again, no idea where the heck his dad was during all of this, but that may have led to his um, obsession, I should say, with first place. And the one person that he's been racing with since childhood, Imaizumi, is also um, kind of his emotional punching guy. He's the guy that he's always shooting for every time he sees him when um, out and about in the, um, what is what is it called? Out and about in the rest area where the tents and everything up, everything is with the teens and whatnot. He's always gunning for Imazumi, and he always says something so harsh and so horrible. It's almost always something about his family, something that was or wasn't his fault, how he's such a loser, and all these other things. It's ridiculous. So Mido Suji is very much a damaged person, but we concluded that that does not excuse his behavior whatsoever. I don't care how damaged you are. You don't get to talk about my mama like that. No, sir. Uh-uh. But that is Mido Suji in a nutshell. He does not care for others. It's simply about him and him alone. There is no team. There's only me. There's only I. And that is it. Overall opinion, I hate this character. And as far as I'm concerned, there are no redeeming qualities. Especially when we keep likening him to a freaking bug. And I feel like it's like a cockroach or a beetle or something. It's something disgusting. It's something really freaking gross that we keep likening him to. And I think we're doing that on purpose. I feel like we were like, catfished a little bit oh he's such a terrible person and then oh but look at his childhood this is why he's like this but he's still a terrible person don't forget that it that's what it feels like oh that's what it feels like he was doing and I don't think I like that I don't I don't like that you made me feel like that and now I have to wonder am I a bad person for disliking his character as much as I do because he is an a-hole he's a jerk man he's horrible but he's also damaged. He's also hurt. He's been through some things. But I think ultimately, yeah, I'm going with, uh, he's a little a-hole. And that's what we're going with. That's what we don't want. So, mm, we do not like Mido Suji. I hate him. He's not character. I mean, yeah. There's an argument. A friend of mine told me that the character makes you hate them so much. But that also means they're a good character. Because that, what? they were supposed to be they were supposed to be that and they made you feel that so that means that the character was well written written i'm gonna argue this with you that does not mean the character was necessarily well written i just think that means that the writer was skilled they were a great writer 
not necessarily that that character was well written, but that we liked how he wrote them, how he wrote them, not necessarily how they turned out. Now, admittedly, this could just be me being, I'm not calling anything about this character good. The characters themselves is trash. What was good was the way that the writer wrote them. The characters trash. I'm not calling them good. They're not a well anything. They suck. That's probably where this bias is coming from. But uh, I feel like that's more of what it is. It's more so that the writer wrote them very well. But not necessarily that they're a good character because they got that reaction from you or from the audience. That doesn't make them a necessarily good character, but it makes the writer a good writer. And again, this is probably my bias because even as I'm saying it, I'm like, you know, that that's what that is. Yeah. But sometimes I think it's too hard to make somebody an absolute trash character, somebody that you really don't like or that you hate. I am running close over my time, so let me try to go ahead and hurry this up. Alright, that's it. That is the end of this episode. This was one of those mangas that has a rather rough art style. So if you need your manga to be pretty, this one may not be the one for you. I don't mind an art style like this. This one, Mob Psycho, and a few others. I can't think of them right now have hooked me regardless of the art style or kind of because the art style was a little funky so i'm okay with it despite how i feel about mito suji i do have a character in this manga that i absolutely love and he's not a baby he's not a baby character it's not sakamichi it's not him it's not one of the first years so i should say i have a baby i love him very much and i can't wait to talk about him he can also sport the nickname Maki Roll, like another character in a completely different franchise, and it would be even more adorable on him. Uh, I can't wait to do his episode eventually, but for now, we're done. So I hope you all have a nice day, evening, or night, whenever you're listening, and I will catch you all later. Bye bye now. <laughs>